Greetings, Hempster. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hemp Aware Radio. Hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies around the world struggle to market and sell their products, but it doesn't have to be that way. At HempAware, we provide strategic digital marketing and branding services so that hemp entrepreneurs like yourself can transform the world with your hemp products and services and ultimately transform the planet in a way that supports all life. So if you're struggling to get traffic to your website or convert that traffic into ongoing sales, or if you're needing help with your website and marketing in any way, just visit hempaware.com and check out some of the valuable free resources we have for hemp entrepreneurs and companies like yours. On today's show, I'm excited to introduce you to a company called Datus Henry. And Datus Henry Industries was formed by the great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren of Datus and Alice Henry Carstephine through a lineage of Rosetta Carstephine Packer on generational land that has been owned by the family for more than 150 years. And the Datus Henry team is honoring their legacy and the legacy of their parents and grandparents of entrepreneurship, education, and love of family and community by naming their company Datus Henry Industries. So the generations to come will remember their dedication to the economic freedom that comes with owning and operating a family business. And Datus Henry's focus is on sustaining families through their commitment to the environment and sustainable land use by farming with the intention of promoting innovative practices that foster professional development while combining community and business engagement to highlight the importance of social entrepreneurship. Datus Henry's vision is to be a global partner in the industrial hemp market, making use of the century and a half years protected family soil to grow and produce organic seeds and plants, process CBD oil, and create natural consumer products. So folks, it's been a way too long since hemp was known for what it really is. It's an essential solution for food, homes, clothing, plastics, fuel, medicine, and so much more. So if you're ready to take your hemp game to the next level, you're going to love this hemp episode. And so without further ado, I'd like to welcome Chris Packer. He's the Chief Operational Officer of Datus Henry to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on this hemp episode of Hempware Radio, Chris. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, Tyler. We're looking forward to having a great time with you and your audience. Yeah. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about your background, kind of your your areas of expertise and what ultimately led you and your family to starting a hemp-based company. Well, we're a pretty diverse family group. We have people from all walks of life. We have my brother, who's the CEO, dealt a long time in social services in regards to helping others with the epidemic of AIDS and HIV has done quite a few different things with the contractors here in the district. We're in the civil rights district. When I say the district, I'm referring to here in Alabama and Birmingham. And we're located in the central, in the civil rights district in the black business area. And we are jumping into this hemp industry after multiple years. I've served with nonprofits as director and coordinators and various levels 
and nonprofits working with young adults and children, as well as adults with autism. And that's where I got interested in the CBD aspect of it, because several of the, the individuals there were prescribed CBD. So we've done that. One of the my cousins, who's along with it as well, Pam, is a nurse practitioner. She has a doctorate in nursing. So we're kind of diverse. My daughter, Taylor, was deep into politics and she got out and wanted to do some other social things. So we just thought hemp would be a great way to transition from being business or public minded and to get into some entrepreneurial endeavors. So we focus on the hemp aspect of it. That's awesome. Wow. So you guys have a really deep level of knowledge and experience in social services, your daughter being in politics, which hemp definitely is a, is a non, non-partisan issue, which just affects every industry, every type of economy, every market, essentially. Um, and you guys chose to go into the CBD side of things that you, you have someone on your team you had mentioned that is in nursing or health and wellness. So you felt like the CBD side of things would be the easiest, I guess, market or product to start out with? Well, we did. We had come across, was fortunate enough, my daughter, Taylor, and my brother, Patrick, came up with the idea when they discovered that Alabama was opening up with the legalization of hemp. And so we had some family air property and we were looking at some different ways to develop that property and what we could actually do with it. And so one of the ideas was floated around, well, why not let's grow hemp since it's Mm -hmm. a new industry. Well, it's not a new industry, our old industry coming back because, you know, it was, it had evolved and cotton took its place. Mm -hmm. And then now hemp is coming back because of its sustainability and, you know, all aspects of the hemp plant can be used. And so we thought it would be a lucrative endeavor to jump into the hemp space. And so we did a couple of family meetings and did some strategizing. And so we all decided that we would jump in and see if we could make a difference in our community because there's so many relative uses for our community. Absolutely. So not only are you doing the farming, but it sounds like you guys are doing the extracting, the product packaging, and then you even have a physical storefront, right? Right. Yes. We are, like I said, once again, located in the Black Business District in Birmingham. We're a block away from the Civil Rights Institute downtown, and there's a heritage of entrepreneurship down here. And so we decided to have our brick and mortar here. Our farm is actually in South Alabama. So we Mm -hmm. do a lot of traveling back and forth. We're in Wilcox County, a city called Coy, a very rural and small community. And so that's where we are. People can look us up on datashenry.com, get to our website, and you can see our story along with pictures and follow us along on other social media outlets and so we are uh, excited about the opportunity to just do some new and creative things for me 
I enjoy being out of the office. I enjoy being out on the farm. I enjoy the fresh air, mm-hmm. seeing the plants grow. And, you know, it's, it's kind of nostalgic for me. I'm a 60s baby. I was born in the 60s. And so mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's, that's right after the flower children. Yeah. <laughs> what some exactly. people may call hippies. I don't know what, what the terms would be yeah. now as far as generation Z, mm-hmm. Y, X, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, we we didn't we didn't call it hemp when I was young and involved in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So on that note, how has the local community been receptive to Datus Henry, to your farming, to your business? Have you had a pretty warm welcome, or have you had pushback? What has been the experience there? Well, we haven't experienced much pushback, but we've been surprisingly ingratiated into the community. We've had to do a lot of and continue to do a lot of information or or give out a lot of information in regards to the benefits of hemp and to kind of deal with the perception of it being a demon plant and dealing with the concept that it's bad for you and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've, we've been successful and people have used cannabis for years and years and years and years. And in our community, it can be downplayed and it's not something that, you know, people readily just talk about, but people are using for medicinal purposes, mm-hmm. people self-medicating and so forth. And so once it's starting to come out and find out that, hey, these medicinal purposes and properties in it are so beneficial to our community, people are really starting to gravitate toward it. But it's just been a campaign to do away with that misinformation and really putting the right information out there so people can can benefit from it. Absolutely. That's really the foundation and how I got started in this movement way back almost two decades ago now and why we created Hemp Aware because it's all about the awareness. It's all about the education and you're absolutely right that there is what I call a hypnosis. People have been hypnotized by all the propaganda from William Randolph Hearst and the horrible newspaper articles that were put out and all, you know, reefer madness campaigns demonizing this plant, like you say, you know, calling it the evil weed from hell with its roots from hell. And so it's really important to have that education because there is a, a lingering. I think consciousness that some people still have that it's this evil, horrible drug that's going to like even horrible things back in the day that William Randolph Hearst would say this Mexican weed, this, this marijuana causes black women to walk on white people's shadows and causes, you know, Mexicans to rape white women and just, you know, the most ludicrous claims. And so having you being on the forefront of this and having a hemp-based company is just super inspiring for me. And I I love seeing it. It's definitely fulfilling and and exciting to see more and more companies like yours come online and just uh, prove that all wrong. But speaking more to your brand and the products that you guys are are offering with Datus Henry, and you have a really cool little artisan boutique shop Tell me a little bit more about those products. Like what, what does your product line look like and what are people using those for? Well, we have a, a pretty vast product line. We produce all our products ourselves. 
we go from seed to shelf is what we like to say. We actually put the seed in the ground and actually grow the hemp and then we process the oil out and then we take the CBD oil and make our products and our brand of products. We have all the way from tinctures. We use those sublingually. You know, you just put a couple of drops up under your tongue. We have what we call muscle freeze. It, it really helps with with the tightening of muscles and those that will have muscle issues. So we have a muscle freeze. We have salves, cocoa butter, shea butter, and all of these are infused with the CBD, of course. Uh, we also have uh, gummies. We do the Delta 8 and Delta 9. Is we have what we call our essential line where we have olive oil, we have sugars, we have simple syrups for those that like to do different baking and cooking and mixed drinks. We have not only the simple syrup, we have honey that's infused with CBD. So we have a pretty wide variety. I would just encourage those that are joining with us and listening today to go to data center that's d-a-t-u-s h-e-n r-y com, and you can see our boutique there our shop and you can of course we ship all over the country and some out of the country as a matter of fact so if your listeners are interested and want some great product they can find us there and message us and communicate with us and, and we're in a position since we do produce our own products that we can do special orders and those type things so uh, we are trying to really fill this space as we continue on with our goals to do some other things as well in the with the hemp plants that's wonderful so uh, it sounds like you've got pretty much a full built out line of tinctures topicals that shea butter and cocoa butter combination sounds lovely. And then you've got edibles like gummies and, and the simple syrups for people to do baking and stuff, which is awesome. Now, in terms of, so people can go right to datashenry.com and purchase right on the website? Yes, they can. Okay, uh-huh. very good. And then your physical boutique shop is in Birmingham, correct? Correct, correct. Nice. We're, like I said, in the, in the business district downtown, our address is 1525 4th Avenue North, and our address and so forth is on the website as well. And we ship directly from here. Awesome. You know, and we can get those products to, to people as they order in a, in a pretty expedient manner. Great. And people can order like wholesale as well, bulk items, like if someone else had a storefront and wanted to sell your product, or do you typically just do retail sales? Well, we do do bulk sales, and that's one of the things that we also do is we do sell the the actual crude oil itself okay. for those that are interested in infusing their products. So we have seminars. As a matter of fact, we have one coming up this Saturday where we allow people to, re- to by reservation to come in, and we have a group, and, and we go over the various properties that we have and whether it be the the cbd crude or the delta eight solvent that you can put in liquids and so forth all of those things that we have and offer we prefer to do them on those bases and we ship those out to to 
fellow entrepreneurs that want to create their own products as well. Excellent. So if people are interested, we encourage them to get in touch with us and we can make that happen for them as well. Good to know. So to shift gears a little bit and get more into the entrepreneurial side of things, the marketing, what sort of marketing strategies have you guys implemented at, at Datus Henry to you know, generate leads and sales and traffic to your website or to your physical storefront? What, what sort of marketing are you deploying? Well, we have a pretty strong uh, community base where our marketing is primarily at this point, we're looking to scale up. But it's through not only just like Facebook and that type of social media, but word of mouth. We do a lot of events like a couple of days ago, we had an infused event to where we had people come into the store. We had a select group and we had dinner here at the store and all the, the menu was infused. And so we had an elegant dinner with infused foods and and so that's going to be placed out so people can view it and listen to it as well. We do those quarterly. And we also have other events, lunch and learn events in the source, in the sense of we have people come in and we provide lunch and, and they're infused products as well. And they sample the products and we have individuals that hold parties or want to have a hemp party, if you would, or CBD parties. And so they come in and do their various meetings and we collaborate with them and we sell our products that way as well. We're fortunate enough to have come across Hemp Aware and you do some extensive marketing. Uh, and so we're looking forward to having a relationship with you as well so that you can help us put our product out there before some additional eyes so we appreciate you having us on today as well so absolutely these are the type of things that we're doing now that's awesome and i feel like that's the most foundational way to build any brand any business is essentially what you're doing live events educational meetings letting people know in person work and help them help spread the word and you're also using social medias, as you said, and you have a strong community base, which is so crucial. And doing those live events you mentioned reminds me of the events that I used to put on way back in the day. I don't know if you or anyone listening remembers Tupperware parties. Yeah, right. Oh, we do hempaware parties. And so we call it the Hempjucation for Every Nation where we empower and hempjucate your hemposphere because it's important and we know what to put hemphasis on. And so it's really about making it fun and playful and incorporating the whole family. And some of the things that we used to do at the hempaware parties were kind of like yourself. We would show people the different food products that you could do. We would demonstrate, you know, how to make hemp ice cream how to do hemp pastas and how to bake with hemp, make hemp breads, hemp cookies. And then we would show more on the crafty side of things. We'd get the kids and we would take like hemp twine and these little wooden 
what are they called? Clothes line, like clothes pins. And we would make little okay. hemp dolls and use the twine for the hair for the dolls and like fabric. And so it was really a family friendly, fun type of event. And I actually put together like a hemp aware party booklet. So I'll, I'll share that with you. And, and, uh, and hopefully you guys will get some other ideas on what you could do to incorporate some hemp education into your events. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's an awesome, great idea. Yeah. So do you have any like cool stories that you can share with us about some of your customers or how they've used the Datus Henry product line in their life? Well, we have experienced far more positive reaction than I thought. And some of the things, one of the things that just never ceases to amaze me is the individual creativity of a lot of our clients and customers that come in. We have, for example, the olive oil that's infused with CBD. And one lady came in and she got a jar or a bottle, if you would, and we asked her how she likes it. And she said, oh, well, I really don't use it on my salad or pastas like you all suggested. I even use it for my hair because it causes my hair to have a luster and a sheen and it's causing it to, to, to grow. And, you know, now I'm not saying that there's some medical uh, or some data that would say that CBD causes your hair to grow. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from a personal side of it or experience, this lady experience, which she personally noted that it causes a hair to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was like, well, we never thought of that. Of course, we know there's CBD and shampoos, but we never thought that they would be using the olive oil. Yes. <laughs> for that purpose right so we, we we had another sweet older lady come in she looked around and said oh this is really nice and i like your store but i think i want to get the garments i was surprised i'm like okay and, and this lady bless her heart has to be like 70 or so i said well what do you know that these garments are have Delta 8 in them and Delta 9. She said, yeah, baby, I, I want to go and get a, a larger pack of them. I said, well, why so many? You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. She said, because it helped me keep my weed bill down. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it just tickled me. I mean, I, I never would have thought. <laughs> you know, sweet little old lady. Yeah. But there, there are just so many personal stories. Uh, it's never a dull moment when you're in this field. Because it's a great atmosphere mm -hmm. because it, in and of itself, it helps with anxiety. So mm -hmm. uh, people that come in and understand the culture, they, they tend to be not as uptight as others. And, mm -hmm. and, and if they come in uptight, we try to make them feel comfortable and, and make the experience as enjoyable as possible and knowledgeable as possible. And it takes the edge off. And so we get a lot of repeat customers that are surprised at the benefits that the CBD and the enhancement that it brings to their life. So there's never a situation that has really been so far that has just been terrible. All of them have been rather encouraging for the most mm. part. That's super cool. Yeah, it's interesting how hemp, you know, the, the compounds, cannabinoids, and our endocannabinoid system, I think it's so fascinating that now in biology and physiology, 
humans have now have an internal system that's named after cannabis. Like, yes, that's so cool to me. And I actually looked up the word cannabinoid because I'm an etymologist. I love okay. the origins of words and the meaning of words and the power of words. Mm -hmm. And the word cannabinoid is, you know, cannabin, which obviously comes from the word cannabis. And then oid, O-I-D, is a Greek word, which comes from the word eidos or oidos, which means wisdom. And so cannabinoids are like wisdom molecules. Awesome. And, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I, I think it's so telling that cannabinoids work on almost every system in the body, from the nervous system to the lymphatic system to the blood system, you know, all, all the, the musculoskeletal system, like it literally affects every part of the body and can benefit and inform every aspect of, of our bodies. And so I, I really do believe they are wisdom molecules. So it goes right in with what you're saying, you know, and, and I'm actually working on a book called hemp pays for peace. And to me, it's all about creating peace on earth. Like that's why I got into hemp. I felt like it was the one vehicle that could influence every industry, every market, economy, ecology, our, the sustainability aspects, just every art that hemp can influence in this world. I feel like it's that vehicle for creating tangible physical peace in the world, all the way down you know, to the cannabinoids and helping it make you feel good. That's so true. That That is one of the reasons why we have Dr. Smith do a weekly session where people can call in or write in and actually get their questions answered in regards to the benefits of hemp in regards to the, the different aspects physically because it, all of the cannabinoids, you know, you can target them and they have so many varied uses in the body that can reduce inflammation, that can even help with some degree of pain, that can help with the cognitive ability uh, mm -hmm. of the brain to fire and all these different things. And so, and how it helps with the, the ecology aspect and being sustainable and helping the environment. Uh, mm -hmm. All of those things helps to, the soil to pull out certain things and put certain things into the air to help us breathe and to clean the air. So when you talk about a plant that just has everything, it's amazing the properties in this plant and the abilities and capabilities of the hemp plant and how strong it is, the fibers and so forth. I mean, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it's a miracle. It's, it's just a wonder to just see how many things could be extrapolated from it and the uses of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like George Washington Carver with the peanut. You know, mm -hmm. you can get a hemp plant and just pull so many different things out of it. You know, mm -hmm. when you think you've gotten them all, then somebody comes up with another one. I'm like, okay, yeah. awesome. Exactly. Yeah, it's really, I feel, a symbol of abundance and health and wealth and it's, it's just so, so inspiring, you know, to see businesses like yours bringing that, that potential to the earth, you know, because it's one thing I, I believe that hemp truly can change the world, but I think that we have to change with it. And, yes. you know, one of my recent hemp entrepreneurs, Carla Boyd with Hemp Way Foods, she, she reminded me of that. And I thought that was such a, a crucial idea that hemp can change the world, but we have to change with it. 
And uh, you are being the change in the world. And I, I think it's super inspiring, which kind of brings me to my next curious question in terms of some of the biggest inspirations you've had in your life, who would you say has been instrumental with regards to entrepreneurship or working with hemp in general? Who are some of your biggest inspirations? Well, from an entrepreneurial side, I would have to say my great-great-grandfather. I didn't know him personally, but we passed on stories in our families from generation to generation. And, and he was the, the one that really initiated and in, in acquiring the property. But he had, and this is back in the 1800s, I mean, that's just, and for a, a man of color to, to be able to acquire property and to not only acquire it, but to keep it. And in order to keep it, he had to have so many different avenues of using it for income. So he would have hogs and cattle and actually farming on the land. We would even have cotton growing on the land and corn, and then they would take the and take it to market. And it, and it wasn't like it was a, a megaphone, but it was something that he worked with his hands and developed mm-hmm. with his hands. And, but it was able to, to sustain them and, and uh, allow him to be able to pass on things to his children. And they in turn uh, added their part and, and worked in that. And so that was just hearing those stories. My degree is in business even though I worked in social services and with a nonprofit, but in managerial aspects of it and administration, but business is what my degree is in. And so going to farming was a big shift, but it was deep down inside. It was a passion. And Mm -hmm. so all of these things, taking what you have and being able to make something better of it, is is what our family and the generations have instilled. And so mm-hmm. I like it to where you can profit off what you enjoy doing. And yeah. to me that that you know is oftentimes said that if you enjoy the work that you do, you're not working. Yeah. You know, you never work another day in your life. Well how is that? Because you're not working, you're having fun. Mm-hmm. And you're producing stuff. And that's what I like about the actual farming and and being involved with Davis Hinton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is so rewarding and fulfilling to be doing something that you love and know that it's good for people, good for the planet, good for your health. And I mean, it sounds like your grandfather had that instilled into his lifestyle. I mean, having his hands in the earth and working with the cattle and the hogs and all those different plants, that must have been such a life, you know, and when would you say, like, what time period did he acquire the land and start getting into farming? Well, we're talking about like in the 1850s. Wow. Yes. And in and, and the deep south. So you can imagine some of the challenges that mm-hmm. he had to, had to overcome. And that's one of the things that's great about what we're doing. People say, well, you didn't know anything about farming and you're from the city per se. But when we started doing this, there were a lot of challenges and hurdles we had to, to overcome. But the tenacity that we got from generations and generations, his tenacity 
Um, mm-hmm. If you can think of it, there's a way to do it. Amen. You know, that that's one of the things that we often say, my brothers and I, like my brother Patrick, who is the CEO, we oftentimes brainstorm and we'll talk and we'll figure it out. And my older brother, Philip, and all of us as a team, everybody, when we have a problem, we are just so tenacious. We will not be beat. And part of that is getting that from them all the way from all the way up to my father and my mother. My mother had a company when I was a a very small child Uh, and she did that for a while. And she was a school teacher. You know, my father was in the military and the Navy and he had made a career out of doing that. And so whatever we put our hands to, we have been trained, taught and instilled to make it happen. It it doesn't just happen. You got to make it happen. Amen. Yeah, there's, that reminds me of a quote by Napoleon Hill, author of Think and Grow Rich. He says that if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And it sounds like that's yes. the mindset and outlook that you all have at Data Henry, which is just, I think, foundational for success. And speaking about challenges, you kind of you know mentioned the, the different challenges that your grandfather went through and then also yourself being an entrepreneur, what, what are some of the biggest challenges that you guys had to face starting this business, whether it's the farming, the physical storefront? Is there any particular challenges that jump out at you and, and how are you able to overcome them? Well, we laugh all the time about how we can't control the weather. Yeah. In farming, I never had a sense of how important the weather was until we actually got into farming and, and understood stood the seasons and, and and how everything comes to play and that time really does not wait for any man and if you miss a certain season or if you miss a certain window then you have to wait to the to the following year and so we had to really learn some time management in regards to seasonal management when it's raining and you can't work outside on the farm you have to go inside and make sure you're taking care of some things in the greenhouse so we had down here the second year we had a hurricane winds to come up and all of the hemp plants we're talking about acres of hemp plants all of them were bent where the wind came in and just blew them all and so we had to overcome that challenge we've had challenges in regards to the storefront with banking issues you know it's hard to really find banks that will process your money in regards to because of the storefront or when you start saying that it's a CBD or a cannabis product, then banks tend to shy away. And, and so you have to find the right banks and, and have the right people in place to do the merchant credit things and the things that you need to do to, to have a business. But once again, you just have to keep looking and keep working and not be deterred because there is a way. And so we have taken those challenges and used them for stepping stones, if you would. And so now we, we have, I think, a knowledge base that we can pass on to others. But had we not gone through those different things, we never would have known these other avenues that presented themselves because we've had to look beyond just what was right in front of us. Yeah, if it was too easy, you might have missed out on bigger, better opportunities. Yes. Yeah. So those challenges make you stronger and 
tougher and allow you to be more resilient. And so, yeah, having that tenacity is essential. I agree. Never giving up, keep moving forward, do the best you can. So as far as the hemp industry on a broad spectrum, what industry or area within all the different markets could benefit the most with hemp right now that maybe you see they haven't taken advantage of or they're starting to? Is is there one area you think hemp could benefit the most as far as marketplace or humanity? Well, yeah, we're looking at some things now, as a matter of fact, in regards to the automobile industries and other larger industries that deal with a lot of plastics. And also there's like, they have hempcrete, putting it in cement and so forth. And all of these industries, as they continue to to, to pour more in, into the infrastructure, will be able to take far greater advantage of the, of the uses of the hemp plant because it makes plastic stronger. It makes the, the concrete stronger. Uh, when you start talking about even the, the fire retardants properties in it. And the other industry would be the clothing industry. They make great clothes with hemp. And when you talk about the durability and the strength of it, allows for the clothing to be far stronger. Therefore, it doesn't wear out and it's far more sustainable. And so these are some of the areas with the plastics, the hempcrete, and other industrial uses. But what we really need is an infrastructure that can help to funnel the supplies that's available to these areas. That's one of the things that when we jumped into it, we didn't understand that the infrastructure on this end needs a great deal of work as well in order to, there's not enough to have a product if you can't get it to the people. Mm-hmm. So in, in that infrastructure, whether it's individuals that want to use the CBD oil or whether it's the industry that needs the, the fiber from the hemp plants to, to do their products. We need to have an infrastructure that's a little bit more welcoming and a little bit more extensive in order for everybody to benefit from it that wants to get into this industry. For sure. Yeah, there's still major education that needs to happen on yes political level with regulations. There's still so many bottlenecks that are stopping the progress, like you said, of the hemp fiber products in particular. And I agree, if we just replaced our plastics with hemp fiber-based plastics, we could see a huge decrease in the greenhouse gases and all the pollution that we see in our environment and safer cars. So there there are so many benefits to all the things that you mentioned as far as building materials, the fiber composites in the cars, you know, they're, they're lighter weight, they're more resilient and just have so many amazing benefits. So those are all really great points. And I just have a couple of different, two more questions, basically, to kind of wrap up the entrepreneurial side of things. What would you say are some of the business principles that you live by as, as a hemp entrepreneur that help you stay focused and continue to grow and evolve as a business? Well, we say, as you read in your opening about us, we say family first. And what I mean by family, I'm not just talking about our just tight knit, what we would say, well, blood relatives or whatever. I'm talking about the family as in the human family. 
And when we look at what we do, we want it to be beneficial to our family. We don't want to do something that's going to harm the planet or the people in the planet. We don't want to use pesticides that's harmful. We, we don't want to do things or put stuff in our products that we know could possibly have an adverse effect on people. That's why we have all our products tested and have COAs and to ensure the quality is exactly what we say it is. And so for us, family first, whether it's talking about our close-knit family, but also our global family. Because when, when we win, we want everybody to win. When we grow and prosper, we want everybody to be a part and able to prosper. When we're at peace, we can't be at peace if everybody else is not at peace. So we want to do those things and foster that mindset and that energy that's going to promote health and wellness. That's why we named our store Data's Henry Health and Wellness CBD store, because we're all about family. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's fascinating. The word family and the origin of, I guess, all wars, the first story in the Bible of the first war was Cain and Abel. And I have a mentor who actually had a mystical, spiritual experience or awakening around the word familiar. And he was searching for a way to create peace on earth. And he had this insight one night at 3 a.m. in the morning. He was just kind of praying about it and asking, you know, what's the solution for peace on earth? And this mantra or this phrase came to him. And that phrase was, I am familiar with anybody. And he, he just started crying and laughing and crying and laughing. And he, he looked at himself in the mirror. And what he saw was himself as a five-year-old boy or a you know, six-year-old, five-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. He saw himself and he saw the inner child. And he realized that the reason why we have wars and destruction and pain and suffering is because we don't see the other as family and that that's the solution that when when you see the the fam liar familiar there's the word liar in the word familiar and so it's the lie that we are not family because we truly are like you said it's it's the human family and so that in addition to hemp as being the vehicle, it's recognizing that we literally are all one. We're one family, one being. And so that's super inspiring. And to kind of reiterate what you said, beyond the principle of family being at the foundation of what you guys do is you mentioned quality, making sure you guys have COAs, you're testing, you're transparent about your processing. And then third thing you said I thought was important was creating win-win-win situations on all levels, making sure that everyone wins, everyone flourishes, everyone is abundant, becomes wealthy in the process, and healthy and with wellness as the foundation. So those were really good principles to live by. And so the last question I have for you, Chris, is, If you were on a stage and you could literally speak to every human being, our whole human family, and you could share one thing about hemp or just anything in life, what would you share with them that they should know? Well, that's a pretty deep question. Even when you just 
pose that I was thinking. And the first thing came to me is, is when they talk about in the book of Revelations, when it talks about a tree that's there in the leaves of that tree are good for the healing of the land. Revelation 22.2. Uh, okay, awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, with my faith and belief in Jesus Christ, I just get excited. And, and when, I, when I reflect on these things and we talk about how things can really change if we change them, they don't have to stay the way they are. And that there are things that, that are put here on the earth that can help, that God has, has put here. And I see that the hemp plant is one of those things that is for our good. And it is not something that's designed to be evil. People have tried to use it that way or to turn people away from it that want to keep confusion, want to keep anxiety, want to keep pressure on one group of people so that they can stay in conflict so another group can stay elitist or whatever the case may be. But I think all of us are here and that it is beneficial for all of us to love and to care for one another. And when we're all together in doing that, we can make this world a much better, a much better place. And that I would just encourage everybody to find something to do that they love doing and how we are creative in our own right, and you can be you. You don't have to worry about being somebody else. Follow what your passion is. And my passion is the farming and the being in this hemp industry. And, of course, reaching out and telling people about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if I had a platform, then I would be saying, okay, Everybody, I want you to know Jesus. Let me introduce you to Jesus. And come on, let's sit down and, and, and sit in a nice chair made with hemp fiber. And let's let's enjoy life and check out the sunset. Amen. What a beautiful vision. Super inspiring. And I'm on the exact same page with you. We got to love our, our neighbor as ourselves. Yes. Utilize hemp in every aspect that we can to manifest that peace in the world. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate you being on Hemp Aware Radio. This hemp episode has been really inspiring and informational, educational. And for those of you listening in, check out datushenry.com. Check out their products. Go visit the Birmingham, Alabama physical storefront if you can. And we look forward to having you on the next hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. This is your hemptrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here to empower your hemposphere. See you all next time.